Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fart! My, 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 my. Fart! My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Fart! My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence non-drawing. Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. my American. Well, hello, you beautiful people. Hi. Beautiful people. You beautiful people. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's a, he's Don't spit a loogie on me, please. I watched this uh, thing. <laughs> Marilyn Manson spits loogies on people. All the stuff that's going on now with him. He's still in just trouble, man. Yeah. You know? Sexual harassment lawsuit, right? Yeah. Well, and then he's also suing the woman who's claiming the, you know, whatever her name is. Yeah. From Westworld. Oh, yeah. I just, there was this uh, this thing that was talking about him. One, we talked about him before, but there was showing all these women, like, in earrings and stuff. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe all these pretty good-looking women dated Marilyn Manson. It, it's weird. Like, a little bit. Like, I get the whole, like, he's a rock star. Yeah. But I'm like, he's still ugly. That's like, the only reason. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's more of the, uh... Yeah. The ambiance that comes with Marilyn Manson, right? It's the, oh my god, he's a rocker, the attitude. Hey, anyone that dates Marilyn Manson in his, when he was in his prime was immediate front-page news. That's oh, yeah. the only reason. What was the crazy chick that, uh... uh what was her name? McGowan. McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose that was the whole thing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the Clintons were going after her ass? Yeah. Or someone was. I mean, she made just, that comment and then her door was kicked in. Yeah. Ay, ay. It's just weird to me that like when you're reading or some of these people, what they were saying about him, like that they would like, he would choke and he would like kind of cut them when he was having like yeah. stuff. I'm like, it's Manson. Like, what did you think he was just going to be like this charming young lad? Yeah, what the fuck did you expect? Welcome <laughs> to my beautiful home. Well, not only that, but you hear like rose petals. You, and you stone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want a dildo up your ass or not? <laughs> That's what it is, right? You have to know this. I mean, Dave was mid gulp. He was like, oh, he almost <laughs> anytime spit. you go into Manson's house, you have to know a safe word. Yeah. That's well, what I'm saying. Like, there what, are no safe words here. <laughs> what are you signing up for, bro? You know what I mean? Like, Headlines. That's it, dude. He's, he's that's like, all they wanted, and they got more than they could handle. That's probably it, dude. Well, and that's what bugs me about the culture is you have 50 shades of gray. Mm. Be like this box oh, office you, hit. At, women are obsessed with it. They want, yes, I want to be choked and all this stuff. And then it happens, and then they're like, I'm going to sue his ass. No, you actually bring up a good point because that was a huge movie. Yeah, and it was about and it's sadomasochistic. Bondage fucking yes. like rough violent sex uh-huh i've never actually seen it i'm, I'm assuming i haven't either but i've i've seen clips dude women love that shit they love oh. that movie yeah that's a, the thing is i was actually uh i was telling you guys i went to a movie last night the the lost city sandra bullock and Channing. the whole movie is based on she writes like these porn movies like these uh, uh San- sandra bullock yeah, she's like a uh, she's like one of those love novelists, like the, the, the pre-cused robbing, the pre-cused face cream lover. Uh, yeah, and Channing Tatum was like the he was the I, model on the cover. <laughs> uh, but no, women like 
I'm not, I, I don't think anymore, but older women, especially my, I mean, my mom, bro, a little bit, right? Like, what, the, they read the shit out of those books. No, but I'm saying those old love books. Oh, yeah. Like, women love that shit. With Fabio on the front cover. Yeah. <laughs> they got their, like, fat, sweaty husband next to them. They're just like, oh, God, I wish mm. I had a long, blonde hair. <laughs> I can't believe Throbbing this. Rod next to me right now. <laughs> I can't believe that my husband. That, that, that was husband actually his name, Throbbing Rod. Oh, Throbbing yeah. Rod. <laughs> Okay. In the movie, Throbbing uh, Rod Jenkins. Uh, Channing's name was Dash. <laughs> Dash. <laughs> it's so fitting, dude. Uh, but, but well, anyway. Know, anyway, I don't know. I just think, like, come on, man. Like, what do you want? That's the thing about, like, women, right? Like, what do you want? Yes. Well, I know what they want. What's that? PardonMyAmerican.com. Hell yeah. All right. Go to PardonMyAmerican.com. Yeah. Sign up. Get your shirts. Get your freaking merch. And we're still on Patreon, everybody. Right? We ordered our part. It's coming. We're going to get that fixed. New video will yeah. be coming soon. It's but weird not having video. It sucks. Like, man. you don't even know I'm naked right now. Oh, well. You know what I'm saying? We're actually all naked. Yeah. Man. You didn't have to say that, Dave, but. Yeah, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. We took out the desk. <laughs> no. You guys. We took out the desk. <laughs> yeah. The, there is no more desk. Oh, uh, yeah. Part it's of my just... American Patreon, dude. We, we love our Patreon. We're sitting on each other's laps. Uh, you guys have been very patient with us through some of the technical difficulties we've had, but we appreciate it. It's awesome. And yeah. thanks to you guys, we're able to immediately order the piece that we need. Fast and that's out. because of you guys. So that's awesome. Also, uh, review, like, share, comment, uh, send pictures of you and your merch. We'll, whatever you can do to kind of get us out and get the word out, that's always appreciated from us. Yeah. So, I mean, I I like that. So I, I like seeing pictures of people just like watch us on the TV. That's what it's all about. It's, it's pretty cool, man. That's what it's all about, man. And then also just sharing clips. Like, if you guys are cracking up at our stuff, if you're having fun with it, just clip that, post it, or tag us in it, and then we'll repost it on our uh, yeah. IG. Uh, before yeah. we uh, get dived in, though, I want to talk about ghost beds, though, if you don't mind. Can we talk about ghost beds? Well, too sure. bad. I'm going to talk about ghost beds. Uh, ghost beds, man. Lloyd sponsored Drinking Bros. Five years, right? Mm-hmm. Five long years. Oh, yeah. Um we enjoy the Drinker Bros. They've helped us out tremendously. It's been uh, it's been a pleasure working with them. But these beds, these mattresses, I should say, last forever. They're made right here in the United States. Top yes. notch. Every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try that mattress out for 101 nights. And if you don't like it, send it right back. Yeah, one of our favorite parts about Ghost Beds is that each mattress has cooling technology. Mm. Built-in, nice and gooey gel. It's beautiful. Okay. It's beautiful gel. Yeah, there it keeps is. It, keeps it cool. Cool gel. Mm-hmm. Ghostbed offers bundles, and you can get everything that you need. You don't even really have to think about it. Just choose from their four mattresses and then pick your bundle. So whether you just need a mattress and a frame, or if you want it all, like the cooling pillows and the sheets, you can get the best bang for your buck. Yes, right now, Ghostbed is offering our customers, our listeners, our audience, 40% off Ghostbed bundles when you get the mattress and the adjustable base. Or 30% off everything if you use the code drinking bros at ghostbeds.com backslash drinking bros. That's like a mattress for 35 bucks a month, Dave. That's a good deal. So you have $0 down, 0% financing plan up to 60 months. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. Ghostbed.com slash drinking bros. Heck yeah. All right, man. Foo Fighters drummer died. Wow. Overdose. Right to it. Overdose. Is it really overdose? They don't know. I I don't want to say it. They haven't released that information. Early toxicology report. This is Daily Mail. Foo Fighter drummer Taylor Hawkins had 10 different drugs in his system, including heroin, marijuana, antidepressants, and opioids when he died what, in a Columbia hotel. What is an early toxicology report? Like, exactly. this is the pre-report? I don't yeah. think so, bro. And how long did George Floyd's toxicology report take to get out? 
Can somebody tell me that? It was like six, long seven time. months. And uh, also, just because all those things were in his system, was that their amount there to kill him? Or was it just there? Was there traces of all of it? Or, or was it even there? He could have licked a dollar bill, bro, and had some of that shit in it. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> I mean, we've seen what they've done with t- uh, the PCR tests, right? Yeah. Oh, 50 cycles, you got uh, COVID. Wait yeah. a second, that's just a well, maybe they're cheese. P- maybe they're picking up shit that's in a system from 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, listen to this. Uh, this says... Um, I don't even know if that's possible. <laughs> so, the, the Foo Fighters drummer, Taylor Hawkins, he died at the age of 50, and he was found in the hotel room in Bogota, Colombia, where the band were due to play at the Lollapalooza Festival. Colombia. Oh, they were in Colombia? Yeah. Yes. Nah, he definitely had drugs in his <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Where's somebody drug him? Well, this yeah. is saying Colombian journalist Luis Carlos Vales claimed white powder similar to cocaine was found in the room. Colombian bamboo. Did you say white powder or white, white pow- power? Oh, my. No. no, I did not say white I power. Like, I was like, Taylor. I'm not talking about Ukraine. Uh, but the, the Bakota-based director of radio station FM said, quote, a police officer who entered the room told prosecutors he saw a cocaine-like powder in Taylor Hawkins' room. Drug use has not been confirmed yet. Hold on. He walked in and saw it, but they didn't collect it as evidence? Yeah, but that... this took is, it. Oh, he, yeah, he's just, that makes sense. Scoop yeah, I saw it. I mean, I don't know where it went. I'm sure maybe a, a dog came in and looked it up. Yeah. Now, um, listen, now listen to this. I personally tested it. <laughs> yeah. He, I know it was coke. He licked it and put it on his gums. Yeah, that's coke. Yeah. Uh, Colombian newspaper El Tiempo said a confidential report it had been informed about pointing to hallucinogens being found in the hotel room. So this is a lot of hearsay here. Dude, I, yeah, I don't like any of that, to be honest with you. Yeah. And there's a daily news. Dude, daily this is Mail, yeah. El Tiempo. Daily yeah, Daily Mail. But this is, uh, they're reporting from Colombian newspapers. So El Tiempo newspaper. Yeah, that's super trusted. Ah. Probably more, though, than CNN, right? Columbia. Mm. You never know. Is it the Colombian News Network, CNN of Columbia? <laughs> you never freaking know, <laughs> bro. I just, so. I don't like that the the police are just saying, yeah, I saw this, I saw that. that well, okay. Exactly. They it, don't, it, come on, the standards are not there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and I was hearing reports that his heart was twice the size it should be. Like, he had a big fucking heart, bro. Like, I mean, he loved a lot. I mean, no, some people do. They give a I lot. mean, he died a day ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they did the autopsy there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like how the would, hell did they know this no, shit? No, they would fly the body back, I feel like, to America and Look, do an autopsy here. Right, right, right here. St. Louis dis, uh, Post Dispatch just says Taylor Hawkins' heart twice the size it should be at the time of death. Taylor Hawkins' heart weighed double the size of a man his age when he died. Um, yeah, they're saying that. They must have done some sort of... I mean, how would you weigh a heart without taking it out of the body, bro? I mean... Some I guy mean, just stuck his hand in the chest and was like, feels about double <laughs> yeah, the size. It's kind of heavy. Yeah, that's, a good, that's a good grapefruit size right there. <laughs> but uh, apparently he was complaining about heart pain, chest pain, before he died as well. And there's been reports that he was vaccinated and the band made him do it. Mm. Um, on Twitter, it was the right side of history... Now, this is, to be fair, I don't know who this is. Yeah, They're saying that within the couple of days, they're going to come out with um, some stuff about him, I guess. Let's see. I want to get this right. What does he say? Because uh, he actually has this video that he retweeted about Taylor Hawkins explaining 
why he quit smoking to become a drummer. He's like, when you're a drummer, you, you're not just a drumming in a band. Like you are an athlete at that point. Yeah. And yeah. so he's saying, I wanted to be the best physical shape that I could be to perform the best that I could. And he was. Yeah. I mean, and minus the, the previous drug use, he was in great shape. For sure. And he goes on and talks about how he didn't live the lifestyle of Hollywood. He didn't go out to parties. He didn't have anybody's number in his phone. He didn't live like that. No. Um, let's see. So this was the right side of history put onto Twitter. A few hours into Taylor's death as my mind processes the loss of a friend, my anger grows at the Foo Fighters and Dave who pushed the V on Taylor. He didn't want it, but they had, or he had to do it for the band. And remember, you had um, the drummer from Offspring, I think, got oh, kicked yeah, out, got right? Kicked out, yeah. So this was during that time where all these bands were coalescing, saying, hey, do it or you're out. Yeah, so Dave Grohl did have an interview where they were asking him. They were saying, so, you know, you required the band to have vaccinations. He said, yes. Yeah. He said, uh, you prefer to play in venues that require vaccination. Yes, we do. So, I mean, Dude, they were heavy pushers of that. I know, but I'm, I, what I'm saying is, is where, where I kind of am just a little weird about this is, I, I you know, I want to call out bias opinions on both sides. Okay. There yeah. is definitely like, and you'll, you'll agree with this. I'm sure there's an agenda here. Yeah. Um, that we, we ha- lost a great musician. Right. And so the immediate push is, it's because of this. Yep, and I just even with the the articles that we're talking about here in the enlarged heart and the ten yeah. different drugs, I'm like, come on, man! Like this, it doesn't work like this. It's so immediate. Like, did they literally just find him and fucking they carved like him the open? Yeah, cut him open and fucking face mask right there in the room. No, yeah. like it just it, this is not, especially for a celebrity. Let's be honest here. He was in another country. Yeah, I would all. I I'm not going to guarantee, but I bet you <clears throat> that they would want to fly him to the states. To take care of his passings, you know, his, his family his would want that, right? Yeah, you're not going to go to Columbia and just be like do the autopsy there, do everything. Like, no, you're gonna, you're gonna fucking take him back to the state. I just like, I'm not buying this, any of this, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's why people are saying it's probably a vaccine related injury or death because you can't believe the ten substances instantaneously found in this early quote toxicology report, mm-hmm. and they took the heart out of the guy. And weighed it? No, see, I don't buy that. And so here's the clip from the uh, the interview where he did, and he was saying that he likes to stay in physical shape, right? This is only a 45-second clip. So this is just uh, Taylor Hawkins here discussing his activity as a drummer. I realized that to be a drummer, to be a good drummer, you have to be an athlete. <laughs> to take care of yourself. And to have a good life, you have to take care of yourself. And I have children now, I have a wife, and very normal do anything that would be considered rock star anymore really at all you know we don't go to hollywood parties and we don't my phone book isn't filled with fucking you know actors and you know that kind of thing i don't we don't you know we don't live that kind of life you know and it's just great and it's healthy and i'm into you know if i could just quit smoking cigarettes i'll be the picture of health Okay, so I guess he did not quit smoking cigarettes. If I could he just admitted. quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. It would help. Yes. I mean, you know, here's the deal. Like, um, yes, he was in great shape. He was a performing drummer, which we all know is a very, like, tasky uh, 
perf- you know, like there's a lot of movement. You it's vigorous. To- vigorous. There you yeah. go. That's the right word. That also doesn't mean though, and you know, call me whatever you guys. I mean, I know some of you are going to believe right away that this is straight up with the shot, whatever. But I'm just saying, like people <clears throat> have heart issues. They have Absolutely. hereditary issues. It doesn't matter how great a shape you're in. If you if you have genetically a bad heart, it, it, and listen, he overdosed in 2001. Yeah. Okay. Like it's it's a guy who, even though he's healthy looking, like he still had drug issues. You know what I'm saying? He's 20 still, years ago. Yeah, but man, I'm I'm, I'm just saying that stuff. It, how much you get tempted? Do? Not t- no 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 no. I'm just saying like you you can't abuse your body even for 10 years and uh. expect it to be performing at 50. The same that a healthy 50-year-old's body would be. Oh, yeah. Like, you do damage to your body. Yeah, and um, even just Advil. I mean, ibuprofen can cause heart damage. Yeah, man. That's been proven, right? Yes. And so I, I read an article about Dave Grohl. He said the, the things that he does before he goes on stage is he pops three Advil. He uh, does a, he downs a Corona or some shit or a Coors Light or some shit. Takes some shots of Jaeger. Passing around the Jaeger, everybody's like taking multiple shots of Jaeger and whatnot. Anyway, I just I know that like what you're saying is um, it's not just about the vaccine; it's about lifestyle. Yeah, no, I, yeah. What yeah. did you eat? Well, I mean, where where have you gone? What have you? What air have you breathed in? That kind of stuff. Who's your parents, bro? That's what I'm talking Genetics, about. Genetics, yeah. I, I like I would love to know if his father's alive, if his mother's alive. Did, you know, and uh, and again, like, do I think that these va- you know, the, the shots, yeah. I will say, are they bad? Yes. I don't think they're good. I don't think they help. Well, I yeah, think they but cause you, bring, problems. you bring up a really great point because that was something that happened in our family. You know, we had an aunt mm-hmm. who had the shot died two weeks later. Yeah. But that family has massive heart issues. Absolutely. Bro. Everybody in the fucking family. So it's like, can you really blame it on just one thing? No, no. You, I mean, you could argue like that it, Sped it up or Sped something. Sped it up or, or maybe damage things more. Mm-hmm. I, I would be on board with that. But one, like, okay, it bothers me because I, I'm a music. Well, we all were. I'm not yeah. really anymore. Let's be honest. I haven't played in years. But my point is, is I love music. I write intros to podcasts. There you go. <laughs> we all love music. Yeah. And I, and I you know, take away all the Hollywood bullshit. Like, I have a lot of respect for these people. Like, writing songs, perform. Like, me, you were always a songwriter. I love performing. I love, like, the stage presence and that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, I have a lot of respect for these guys. I don't want to see these guys pass away. But rock stars have always died young and 50 is not young but it's that's too damn young for this guy <clears throat> so is. i'm just saying like what bothers me is like the guy just passed and we're like we're people are already going at certain angles and it's like we're not there yet we're not there yet man yeah you know like yes i do i think dave Grohl's wrong for forcing his band 100 percent. i think that's ridiculous first of all it is ridiculous it's ridiculous and did it cause it maybe well, and so apparently this right side of history on uh, on Twitter. I know Chris is. I saw that. Oh, no, just saying there's multiple things that cause enlarged heart. I mean, you could have, like you were saying, like hereditary heart problems. Yeah. You could have high blood pressure that can cause an enlargement of the heart. Yeah. If you end up having a valve problem, that can cause enlargement of the heart. Like yep. he could have done something and his blood pressure could have got out of control. That's, that's what it is. Dude. He That could have done it in, anyway. Yeah, so this right side of history guy says over in the, in the next couple of days, he's going to post a quick story that he had with at Taylor Hawkins regarding drug use. It was a personal conversation I had with him. His death has hit us all hard as we try and process. So, yeah, it, it, we'll see. 
I just want like I want to see the actual things, and I and don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun because yeah. the truth is, is there is a real good chance that they could do an autopsy, and they're going to hide it if there was something that had to do with that. That jib jab, yeah. Jab. If they even claim it's that, right? Because my dad went to the hospital, my mom went to the hospital, yeah. all after taking fairly close after taking jabs. So, will the hospital admit that? No. Will the autopsy admit that? No. Well, and that's the thing; they're not even going to look for that. No, they're not. But if they came out and said like his lar- his heart was you know enlarged, you know, if they come out and say that he did have ten chemicals in his body, yeah. sure, then we can start putting pieces together. Well, yeah, and then in all fairness, I don't even think that they could look for that. The doctors. They they could do a correlation. They could maybe yeah, trend it. Yeah, they probably wouldn't know what to look for. But a correlation is not causation. So they'd be like, yeah, I don't want to jump to conclusions. So I I just I've seen a lot of like my dad kind of was in the the biker scene. You know, like when oh, I was yeah. growing up, we always had bikers, and I'm not talking your wild Dave bikers. You know, I'm not saying like the guys you see at the you know uh, fucking bar. I'm saying like this guy would knife your ass. His dad was in Wild Hogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were like, <laughs> you know, they were like. They were patched bikers. They were they had nicknames. I never knew their real names. They all had nicknames and shit. Yeah. But my point was, is all of them did a lot of drugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of them got clean right after. Whether it's from a family, they got a family. But when I was growing up, some of them got clean, but a lot of them died young still because you can't live that life for ten or fifteen or twenty years hard and then expect your body. Even my dad. My dad is lucky, in my opinion, that he's. He's had multiple heart attacks, right? He had a lot of drug use. He lived a wild life. Mm-hmm. And so he's like one of the last of his friends alive. And I'm like, you you should be thankful that you didn't destroy yourself more than your friends. You know, so I'm just saying I've seen people's bodies that just they can be healthy now, but that doesn't mean that their internals are healthy. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, too. I mean, with him, with him, he obviously did have previous drug issues. Right. And when Foo Fighters came on the scene, they were fucking everywhere hot yeah. and heavy so he was probably going hard as fuck on the drugs yeah, all, it's, all it's, the it's access to, he ever wanted it's hard to say i mean we don't want to jump to that conclusion too no. i mean but, it's but just, that's usually the way that that kind of trend goes if they're into drug use and they're band, drinking and they're in a band and they're fucking blowing up like they did yeah that's usually what happens well and also like you're not eating healthy on the road necessarily bro you know what i mean like well the guy <clears> was a toothpick bro he was he was skinny as fuck but let's let's talk about the real reason why he probably passed it's because you're going to texas next week it happens every, <laughs> it happens every damn time bro I, like when one of us goes to texas someone has to die <laughs> that's the way the world works it's Someone's karma knock on well, wood I mean, I, you know somebody i'm hoping no one dies pardon my american curse it's uh it what was it <laughs> god just wait till we move there bro it's gonna be like daily like who? Who were the uh, the three so far? The last one went. Or, was no. that Bob Saget the last time? Bob Saget Bob was the Saget, last one yep. that me and Chris went. Yeah, and then the time before that, when we all went to Drinking Bros, was um, the comedian. Uh, what's his face? Um, I'm brain farting. God damn. Uh, Norm McDonald. Oh, Norm McDonald. Yep. And then the first time, <clears throat> I can't remember. Was I the know meatloaf. No, <laughs> it was before that. Mm. Yeah, but I'm saying uh, I'm, I'm leaving on Wednesday. And then, you know, he passed away. The other. It's not like directly before, but it's like a all of them are significant. It's not like <laughs> yeah. some like B, B lister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, well, and then another thing that I did notice. So I watched one of I watched his last concert. I pulled it up on YouTube. It's it's on there. It's Lollapalooza, March yeah. 20th. And I did notice that the drummer was wearing bangle pants, like bangle spandex, right? It was like a big joke, you know what I mean? And they made it a big joke. They're like, you know, uh, 
Taylor's a fucking awesome drummer, but not as awesome as his pants. Stand up, uh, Taylor. Let's look at his pants. Look at his pants. It was like this big thing about his pants. Mm. And you know how this year, and this is getting a little foo-foo, right? A little woo-woo. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's uh, like how the Rams and the Bengals, mm. that type of tie-in, and how the Bengals was the sacrifice of this whole year. So I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. It was a little woo-woo, but... You know. You know. I'm not... So is you flying to Texas. That's a little woo-woo, too. So I'm just saying, like, it, it fits into that conversation. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... I Yeah. I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like, you you have to analyze that shit, right? Yeah. Because, like, regardless of him saying that they don't do the Hollywood shit, like, bro, they're still, like, you know what I mean? They're still, like, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, studio, you can say, like, I don't fuck around Hollywood, but, bro, you are Hollywood. Like, well, you're one of the Well, Studio 666, he, uh, Taylor Hawkins was in a side band called The Birds of Satan. I mean, they all have, like, yeah. little things that they do with Satan that could just be for show. But you know? he uh, he used to be the drummer for Lance Morissette, too. Exactly. Which I don't, that means nothing. Jagged, right. jagged little pill. There you go. <gasps> it was a sign, bro. Don't you find it funny though? <laughs> I mean, it's funny or ironic that Dave Grohl was the drummer in a band whose singer died. Nirvana, right? Yeah, uh, and then he becomes the singer and the drummer dies. There you go. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? Don't you see? Mm-hmm. It's like, right. <laughs> It's a free ride. Well, did you know that he did a <laughs> when he was seventeen, Dave Grohl, he did a seance to become famous. Mm. He had like this. Uh, so John, I guess John Bonham was the drummer of Led Zeppelin, who also died at a younger age. Yeah, and he had some sort of altar that he did a seance. And he's like, he wrote about this in his book. Mm. I'm not just making this up. This is like in his sure. autobiography, and. His ultimate goal was success. And he was, he said he started praying to whoever. He didn't know if it was God, whoever, but. Interesting. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I got to be honest. I don't think it's uncommon, you know? I don't think so either. I think uh, fame for a lot of people, they'll, they'll do, do anything for it. Yes, sir. So, you know, whether you believe in the devil and all that stuff, you know, I do. I think there's something there. Yeah. Um, I certainly wouldn't uh, pray to the devil for us to be successful podcast. No, just let it happen. Right. Well, yeah, I if mean, you're talented, bro. Uh, but that's the thing, right? What was that? Uh, there was a guy from like the uh, the 30s or 40s. Apparently he was like the uh, originator of like the blues, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. And it was, uh, it was a black gentleman and he put out like one record and uh, there's like a documentary about him. And, and he uh, was a terrible guitar player. Yeah, show up at these like old bars and stuff, and uh, oh yeah, you've seen this documentary. Yeah, it's weird, bro. And he would show up, and they're like, "Yeah, he was just like an intermediate guitar player, like not good." And then he left, he disappeared, and he came back, and he was like this phenom in the era of just like holy shit, this guy is. But he came back good at guitar. Yes, and they 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 think that he sold himself to the. He ended up dying very quickly afterwards, but they said that he sold himself to the devil. Um, I think that what's the documentary called? Is it like I think it's called? I don't remember that. what the documentary is called. Um, um, gosh darn it! It was it was very interesting. If you're into this kind of stuff, yes. Uh, I was gonna say, tell me because I'll watch this. Hold show. on, uh, came back the a, devil. Well, so other while you're looking that up, so Dave Grohl actually it was, uh, Robert Johnson, wasn't it? That was the guy, Bob Johnson. Dave Grohl played Satan in Tenacious D, the pick of Dance, Destiny, too. Yeah, he did. Right? And that whole movie, if you think about Tenacious D, it was you found a pick. Yeah, so it was a journey to find a pick belonging to Satan. 
that yeah. allows its users to become rock legends. Right? Yeah. And think about this, you guys. That is Chris. That is Robert Johnson. Yeah. Well, think about this real quick. Yeah, yeah. The Foo Fighters were just inducted into the Hall of Fame yeah. last year. Do you know what day they were inducted on? No. Halloween. Bro. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. So mm. one of the most occulty days in the fucking world. I'm just saying. No, no. That's crazy. But this Bob Johnson was... Robert Johnson. Yeah. Stands... So they said that he went to the crossroads. There was a crossroads. It, you got to think of 30s, right? In Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah. like old dirt roads. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking And he, about he walked to the crossroads mm. and he sold his soul to the devil. Hello, in exchange for a unique musical <laughs> gift. And and uh, the dude was like a phenomenal guitar. Like, because there is like one recording of him. It's a very old school recording. And you could just see like, it just was like, oozing like the blues you know like yeah. it, it had this i wouldn't even say blues it was just like this if you could but feel people it. all the people that were at this like kind of like this old bar thing you know where they would hang out and drink and shit they were like this guy was just he would just show up and with his guitar and he was awful like nobody wanted to hear him and then he comes back and then all of a sudden and he he's like fucking... god on guitar wow um uh, yeah, did Robert Johnson sell his soul to the devil in order to become the best blues guitarist there ever was? He uh, died yeah. at 27. Yeah. Is it the 27 Club? Did he originate that, bro? <laughs> I, don't I know. mean, we're talking Kurt Cobain. We're talking uh, the, the, Heath Ledger. The Netflix yeah. show is Devil at the Crossroads. And, that, and if you get a chance to see it, it was very fascinating. Uh, it, it was good. It was good. It was interesting. And and to be honest, the reason I bring it up is because, like you said, Greg, I, I do think people do this. Well, Ozzy Osbourne even admitted it, too. I like I'm just saying like him as a reference. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's batshit crazy. Well, a lot of them could... have admitted it. Uh, fucking Katy Perry admitted that she sold her soul. Fucking a lot of rappers have already admitted in interviews that they sold their soul. And like, and I don't know could... if that's like a literal thing that they actually like did well, see, here's, like, the, here's thing, the deal or it's like figurative like I sold my soul to these fucking that's that's why yeah. they do it because it could be taken either way I think a yeah. lot of it is that to be honest with you what I, I think that they look at like the record company and these record companies as the devil they sold their soul to the devil yeah. it's, a, it's kind of a, it was interesting though the way Katy Perry worded it because she didn't say it like that she was like I was like singing in a church and I'd go do these like like open mic things and I was like yeah. doing nothing and then I became who I am. I, I sold my soul to the devil, and then here I am. Wow. Uh, so know, she's like a writer on Huffington Post. <laughs> the problem, though, is... <laughs> I like, don't need church. I just need like, drugs. Like, her thing, she was explaining it, and, like, she just, all of a sudden, she was on top. The, pro- the yeah. problem to me is, like, literal sense, right? Like, a lot of these people are doing it, like, backhanded. They're, like, mocking people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And we actually, when you had left uh, a couple nights, more than a couple nights ago, a couple weeks ago, we were watching this thing with... Um, Imagine Dragon singer was talking about like, yeah, man. And there's like people like doing like rituals and shit. And I guess fucking call. He was end up being that he's like, dude, yeah, he just, he just was filming himself in bed. And he's like, dude, I can't even begin to tell you all the crap that goes on Hollywood, man. And like all the shit's true. They fucking like drink each other's blood. It's fucking crazy. He's just full, but full he was of full shit. shit. He yeah. was actually like just making fun of the whole idea that Hollywood just drinks people's blood. So the point, what I'm trying to say, some people are being sarcastic, and, and, yeah. and obviously it's quick to jump on it when Katy Perry's like, I sold my soul to the devil. Figure out where she's coming from. Yeah, there is something to the revelation of the method, though. I sure. mean, there is that whole argument that they have to tell you what they're doing because of karma. Karma is the one thing you can't fucking escape, bro. That's like, life will come at you no matter what you do, and so you have to reveal what you're doing. Yeah. 
Uh, way, you, you, you can kind of stay in the good graces of it. I don't know. I mean, I, I would say I don't care when people say that because that is a phrase that people use. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actions speak louder than words, in my opinion. So, like, the way that she behaves, Absolutely. the way that she does things on stage, um, you know, the way that uh, Jay-Z and fucking Beyonce fucking have these crazy stage shows. Yeah. To me, the stuff that they do is every bit as scary, if you want to say, like, Manson-esque, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper-esque. They're doing, like, literal satanic shit. And, the, yeah, there you go. So Dave you, Grohl, one eye. You got Dave Grohl on the Rolling Stone cover. Yep. Rolling Stone magazine. He has one eye covered with his hair. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's yeah. everywhere, bro. I mean, the one eye thing is just, why? Why the fuck cover that shit? The all-seeing eye. Yeah, I know, but it's like... Let me ask you a question in a serious sense, okay? Just say, like, okay, right now, we, we understand. But I'm saying, go back when we were in a band. Okay, we played music together. We we decided we were going to go on tour. Yeah, and you remember like we had a guy managing us briefly, and it was super <laughs> dumb. Yeah, and he was like, "You guys need to wear leather pants." No, you and then, fucking- you, you know what he said? You know what he said? You guys know what you should name your band? Chew toy, chew toy, <laughs> chew toy. He said that. Yeah, yeah I think he did. I'm uh, like, no, bad. get the fuck out of here. So, but here's let me ask you this in a serious answer, honestly. We, you know, you're in a band. Say you're getting successful, you have the opportunity to go get a photo shoot. Okay, Greg, we need to take your picture. All right, you've got this beautiful long hair like Dave Grohl, okay? Uh, Obviously. We're taking headshots, <laughs> taking pictures. Like, Greg, go ahead and, uh, you know, like, just put a little okay. fucking, I want Where do you want hair it? in your Where face. Where do you want it? You want it on my left eye? No, just put some, can you just. Okay, I'll cover gonna, my right I'm eye completely. I'm cover this up. Okay, there you go. Take your fit photo. Is that good? Oh, the wind's kind of blowing it. Should and I? There you go. You got any tape? No. Should I tape it to my face? You get what I'm saying? You're taking a photo. Yeah. Somebody comes up and they f- fix you up and shit and they're trying to take your picture and you're standing there, you're taking pictures. Absolutely. So what I'm getting at is how many people, now Dave Grohl's been in the industry a long Do time. Do it right? unknowingly. How many people, it, how much is it the camera? You know, how much is it like the cameraman saying to do this? Absolutely. I think a lot of it is that, bro. So, I mean, we've had Patreon callers say that, yes, that is what it is. They will put you in those positions to take your picture. Yeah. We've had comments on different videos throughout the course of us doing this. Sorry, I fucking hit that. But people are like, oh, look at Dave just made the fucking okay sign. Oh, yeah. Greg just uh, blinked three. You know, like, it's just yeah. like, because you look for this shit, like, yeah. everybody does it. You're going to find it. They said, why are you wearing a pizza sweatshirt? No, Dave? that's another one. Yeah, I mean, we've had that. Because, uh, Chris we have, has had yeah. a pizza shit. Like, yeah. every, like it doesn't matter if I, if I was sitting here eating a pizza because I'm fucking hungry and pizza's great. Like, there'd be people that would be like... Definitely uh, sold out, man. I mean, they fucking definitely been bought out by somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, but th- there's a point where you're like, dude, like calm down. Okay. Like, yeah, we got it. You can, again, actions speak louder than words. You can't wrap your, consp- your conspiracy up to 40 cycles and expect to get the truth. No. Well, well and it's about context, everybody. Hello. Let's yeah. think about putting the picture together. You're eating a slice of pizza. Yeah. Pizza is a delicious meal, right? Man, unhealthy, but delicious. It, it, well, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of pizza. food groups. Because no. uh, I like to, well, I like to drink beer, <laughs> so the, I can't have pizza yeah. and beer. For Yo, some reason, it just like Illuminati fucking food grid. Come on, man. Yeah. Come, come on. Although I did find an article from 2015 that said the Pope, Pope Francis, doesn't see himself being Pope for long because he misses pizza. Mm. swear to god that this is from like not not the abc booty? news or he doesn't miss the booty yeah, that's what i'm saying i'm like what like would you have rather have a woman all night or a slice of pizza he's like oh, give me the pepperoni bro. Um, <laughs> that's what I, i'm like who the hell uh, are you is he talking about that kind of pizza though oh yeah this is from cbs news see it's, there you go you just did it 
But, so, you, but you're not making but, a bad but point. Then, but then you ask yourself, though, why can't the Pope just eat pizza? And I did look that up. I'm like, <laughs> can a Pope not eat pizza? And I I couldn't find that anywhere. He's talking about kiddos, dude. Yeah. He might have been. I don't know. God, I just missed that pizza. <laughs> See? You know what? I used to love ping pong. It was really fun. But why the, playing ping pong? Why, on a would regular CB, basis. why would CBS News have an article title that just because it's so fucking ridiculous? Oh, God. Did I you, just drank this shit. Oh. This is from the last podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Dave just picked up some like can of spit shoot. This, no, no. It's just okay. it's an fucking old warm. warm. It's a Peach County, baby. <sighs> yeah. It was rough, bro. <laughs> yeah, I just rough. watched your face. Thank like, God I wasn't on film for that one. They didn't camera. Well, <laughs> yeah. Everybody. Anyway. No, I just, I, I, you know, it's the same thing with the Taylor situation, right? Like, you can take it as far as you would like. It's totally fine if you want to. And, and I'm not even saying you're not valid for doing so. Yeah. But at the same time, like sometimes things just happen certain ways or they are well, said out of no other meaning other than just saying it. Especially when you live the rocker lifestyle, bro. But he, he, to be fair, he just had that little video where he's saying, I don't live that lifestyle anymore. now. 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 Yeah. But he did. Yeah. Now we would need to know his family history. Did the parents die of some no, they're, sort of they're alive. I looked it up. I think they're still alive. But still, you can't come out of the gate this quick and just jump to conclusions when there is almost zero information. Oh, for sure. But let me let me ask you this, uh, just honest opinion. Uh, when you think of like rock and roll, metal, rock, right? It's like a very rebellious genre of music. Mm-hmm. Like when we were playing music, we were 15, right? Like yeah. we liked the idea that it was like this, like we we're heavy. We we're like, yeah, fuck it. Dude, all of our lyrics. Like, I wore like fucking dog collars and shit. <laughs> so hey, we had our first band called Shutout. Shutout, and we the lyrics were literally like, "You imprison me, fuck yeah. it all, we're gonna die." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I wrote them a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, damn, Dave, uh, you doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dave's I, like, I got another one here. Thanks. Take it to the bank. <laughs> yes, I got six more lined up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like prepubescent <laughs> angst. You, you know what I mean? Like, you I, don't like it? Yeah. I had boners I couldn't explain. And I was like, <laughs> fuck you. Imprison me. Wiener, wiener. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Something about wieners. <laughs> no, but uh, truthfully, I'm just saying, like, you go into the rock thing. You you look up to these rock stars when you're younger because they're like, dude, they're so fucking badass. Dude. They just yeah. fucking, they don't give a shit. Manson's spitting on people. You don't give a fuck shit. Like, I loved yeah. it. Slipknot came out and they were just tearing shit up. And I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Fucking fuck pop music. You know, you don't want to see NSYNC up there like jazz handsing it up, dude. You want to see like it's a anger. Yeah, it's an emotion, right? Yeah. But see, every time that you talk about angst or rock and roll, I mean, for God's sakes, Elvis Presley was considered the devil. Oh, yeah. The Beatles. He shook yeah. his hips and the parents were like, he's Satan. <gasps> so my point was, it's always been a rebellious thing. Yeah. And so. You know, when you're talking about this, like, yes, like, of course, the Foo Fighters drummer Taylor was rebellious and did shit that he shouldn't have done. It's part of the fucking it's part of the. It's like saying, like, you know, hip hop and rap's not gangster, you know, like that came from gangster rap. Yeah. You know, like or there was a big part of that, like there was a thug life to some of this kind of hip hop. Yeah. Each of these genres have their thing. They all have their thing. It's easy to pinpoint like guar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at Guar and it's like, holy crap. Nobody talks about Guar. Those guys are nuts. Guar. Dude, I have another one for you um, after we we do a little aura here, you guys. So, hey, the way we use the internet has changed dramatically over the last decade, but security tools have mostly stayed the same. Aura Hmm. provides complete digital security to help protect your online accounts, finances, and devices, and more. 
in an all e or in one easy to use app. Yeah, it's scary stat for you, man. Every 10 seconds, someone becomes a victim of fraud or identity theft, which is nuts. I believe it now. Uh, but, you know, it's something that we all have dealt with or know people who have dealt with. And the last thing you want is to be hung up in a situation where you have to deal with phone calls, deal with banks, deal with the police if it's that bad. Right. Mm, 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 but with mm. Aura, you get one person who's going to guide you through the whole process, who's going to help you out. And also, if you can't get it back for some reason, there's a million dollars, right? Yeah, and you get that protection. Yeah, all plans come with one million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds and ex- and an experienced U.S. based customer support will have your back. Right? Absolutely, man. They got a dashboard. They send alerts to your phone, keeps you in control, guides you through solving any of the issues that you may see, alleviates the stress, right? So for a limited time, Aura is offering our listeners a 30 day free trial when you visit aura.com/pardon. Go to aura.com/pardon to get complete protection, huge savings. And 30 free tri- days of trial. Man, that's, that's good stuff. A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. Aura is the new standard in digital security, everybody. Take Aura, advantage. Aura, Aura. Have you ever heard of the band Ghost? <laughs> yes, I have. Very talented, by the way. That, so they put on a great show, right? That's what I've I've seen. Yeah, some. Not, not my favorite singing. I got to exactly. be with you. It's a little... It's a little butt rocky. It's it a is little very butt rocky. But f- their guitar player is phenomenal. So the band Ghost, Dave Grohl, did produce an album for them. Sure, right? And they're like this occulty, satanic, goth worship, whatever. But it's like they dress up like, a um, yeah, a priest, like dead priests. Like they have the makeup on it. Right? It's a mask. Is it all masks? Yeah, the singer wears a mask of a person's face even when he wears a human face it is actually a mask hmm. yeah dude so um that's another one of those bands that you just uh you, you would say okay this band has done way more and is more than the Marilyn manson right not as big but like the way that they're kind of like no. culty and green nah manson was like pretty significant for sure but um this is not quite like that they uh ghost has a very church like feel to their show so they have oh, like their yeah. imagery, like their stage. They have big see, stage shows. See, check this out, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, I'm looking at them. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they got like but little they, ghouls they, and stuff. They have like their their backs drops, their stage sets. They kind of look like a, they have like stained glass. They yeah. They, it's a very like, and he comes out with his with his robes a lot of times. The lead um, singer does. The singer does. He's got his hat. His you know his his. It looks uh, like a pope. Almost, yeah, right? um, but it's like a skull face. Um, but if you listen to them, they're very like they're not heavy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's a mask. Yeah, no, that they, one's not a mask. Yeah, so they've gone. They're through, all masks. Right? Oh yeah, it is. They're all masks. Yeah. he only wears masks. Well, they've gone through five different singers apparently, or five different post pope whatever. Oh well, yeah, I don't think it might have been the same, the same singer. singer, but yeah. different outfits. Well, no, he they change they change frequently. He changes multiple times a show. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's it's a it's a very large production. It's a skit. I get you. So there was like a rumor that Dave Grohl was the drummer for just a an epilogue as they went out on tour, mm-hmm. and Dave Grohl like performed under cloak. So, oh yeah, dude, it looks like Demu Borger that kind of feel. It, it it just has you know they have huge stained glass and yeah, very popular. I'm talking to so popular honestly, which is mind blowing to me. But they actually have action figures. I mean, they're, they're like falling in line with like yeah. a lot of the Kiss vibe. You Metallica. Know? No, I don't know about that big. But the Dave Grohl thing was just an April Fool's joke. Mm. So that's just one of those things where you can kind of fall into the trap of 
oh my god, Dave Grohl was in this freaking ghoul band and but you know ghost band, whatever the fuck it's. You know the you know. thing with like ghosts. I'm not a fan. I got to be honest with you. I respect them wholeheartedly because they put on an amazing show. And I, like I said, their musicianship, yeah, is fucking great, dude. Like they are really talented musicians. I but, don't care for the singer. But when it comes to bands, we've always appreciated the show. Oh, hundred percent, dude. To me, you can be a great band, but if you put on just a whatever show, yeah, then oh, fine. All right, see ya. But man, when you when you like blow my socks off with the performance, because I feel like that's what you know the grunge era lacked. It, that's why I've always kind of looked down on the grunge era a little bit. Really? Pers- yeah. With 100%. showmanship? Yeah. Dude, like smashing their shit? I don't know. Oh, smashing their shit? Like, I mean, it's just like... I'm just saying, like, back in the day. No, the, the reason of- that, the, the, <laughs> you know, that we were, like, what? You know, between five and ten? Yeah, young. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, you, there was a difference between that 80s hair rock, where it was very glam, like, loud party mm-hmm. and then the grunge era came in nirvana came in they got these guys in like ratty sweatshirts Dopey. and they, they had no stage show and it was like they're talented don't get me wrong they're very talented but like they lost the whole it was about like just being one-on-one like i'm, I'm right next to you this is like a club feel it was like the incoming of emo almost it yeah was like but then emo manson comes out in 95 night well he was before that but i'm saying antichrist superstar came out and beautiful people 95 six something like that and all of a sudden, stage performance came out. Rob Zombie came out. Yeah. And Corn came out. And all of a sudden, there's stage shows again. And when we were growing up with other shit, I went and saw R.E.M. was the first concert I ever saw. I don't know if you know, 94. Mm. And I watched him. They were great. He's a great singer, great band. It's a boring-ass show, bro. I mean, it's just like, a, you know, it's just a dude on stage yeah. and no real backdrop. I get you. I'm just saying, like, people were craving the Kiss era, like, stage show. Absolutely. Mm. Alice Cooper stage show. They that always do. Motley Crue stage that's, show. That's why people go to monster truck shows. I mean, yeah. to be honest, they want to see shit get blown up. I mean, look at Romstein. Yeah. Like, it's fucking powerful music with pyrotechnics. You can't get much better than that, bro. Dude, the, the Romstein puts on something. There you go. Special. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, they get a little nasty. No, I'm just saying they are fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, I, it's just for me. It's like it, there's that that stage presence, and it means everything. And, and yeah. Ghost, what makes Ghost so relevant is that they are good musicians. You could love or hate it, sure, but they put on an amazing show. They just came and played in Portland a couple of weeks ago. Mm. The band that they had open up for them, uh, they played with a Volbeat. Mm. Oh yes, uh, they co-headlined Volbeat, which uh, yeah, you know I've seen them. They they would fit perfectly with that style of yeah. It's just rock and roll. Yeah, uh, but the band that opened for them was like this. Um, they call themselves Satanic okay. Masquerade. It's like a, oh a chick singer and a guy singer, and it's very like you know that nineteen forties like women at the club, where it's like oh yeah, you know, you're gonna think. Oh, that, yeah. Well, I don't know what it is, but you know you got the is it kind of like him? Dress. Him? No. Oh, no. Okay. No. You know that whole like lounge dress, and they're singing this like oh, like the guys playing the piano, and she's yes. in a red tight dress they singing into a ballroom. Yeah, yeah. I get you. But they call themselves like a Satanic, whatever that's called. They call oh, boy. so again. There, there's like this kind of underlying thing that the band likes Mm -hmm. and they want to kind of portray that whether they're you know into it really i don't fucking the luciferian-esque type of stuff yeah (laughs) well how are we doing chris we're good i got 15 minutes 15 more minutes yeah we've only been going for 45 minutes (laughs) holy hot damn bro no, I just, I, I, this is the kind of conversations i like though this is very like it's not all that political and stuff but this is this is i love this uh, you know, and I think that the, the arguments are good. The conversation is good because it just like there's this bad rap with shit. And I fucking it drives me a little bit nuts. Like, obviously, when we talk about politics and 
how people are like they're fucking bad and they're oh, and yeah. i feel like like are we the old people now you know like all <laughs> of us the old people are we the ones that like in you know 1955 would have been like Elvis Presley. Oh, 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 he fucking is evil. Oh, that evil son. Look at his hair slicked back. That's probably fucking devil juice in there. You know? Yeah, yeah I get you. Like, whoa. Or he's just like blowing people's socks off because he was uber talented. Oh, for sure, dude. And handsome. He's a very handsome man. Well, in his in his in early his days, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not in his later days. <laughs> Did, have you seen Elvis's uh, karate videos? No. Karate? No. <laughs> Joe Rogan makes the... He makes fun of that so much, dude. It's fucking oh. hilarious because it's so bad. It is so <laughs> fucking bad. And it's obvious the guy's on coke or he's like coked up or fucking just sweaty doing nothing. He lifts his arm and he's like gushing sweat. Oh, Steven Seagal? Is that who you're talking about? No, this okay. is Elvis Presley. His yeah, old, uh, his old karate jude. Uh, it's not judici, but it's like very slow. He's like, the guy comes in, I go, oh. And I take him down and I go, one, two, three. Hey, Chris, can you shut that window? Because we're actually getting ready to sell something. And I think the dude's here. And I, I don't want him to, I don't want to hear the conversation. <laughs> He's like, hey, you guys, uh, you're going to sell that yeah. out front there? Hey, what you guys doing in there? <laughs> okay. Dude, remember when we used to play music back in the day? And and we do it in your garage when we first oh, yeah, started. Yeah. Then we started playing a yeah. little bit with you, but in the, some of the other bands we played in my mom's garage yeah, when yeah. I was living with my mom back in the day. And we used to perform. We had the garage a little bit opened up. And I remember, like, we were, like, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't say we were, like, the Highlands, but we were, like, pretty damn close to the Highlands, which is, in Longview, is kind of the rougher area. It's a little rough, people. But there was a Minute Mart, like, a block away. Yeah. And we'd always have people. Like, every time we practice, there'd always be people, and they'd just kind of walk up and knock yeah. on the door. And be like, I just heard music, man. They're like, hey, man, this fucking rocks. Yeah, and they, like, had two teeth, and they're like, you guys are going to be famous, man. Yeah, they did the famous. little devil horns, and then their tongue stuck out between the two, like, the missing teeth yeah, hole. Man. Mm. Yeah. But uh, do you remember the brawl? There was a circle pit and a fight, and we were playing our music while the, while the fight was happening, dude. Do you remember this shit? Was that at the Eagle? No, this was in the alley right behind <laughs> your mom's house. No, I don't. Yeah, we we were playing. I don't know. We were playing like some fucking song, and then um, yeah, two dudes got in a fucking fight. They're beating <laughs> to the music. <laughs> yeah, they're like, Rah! we're gonna use this. And I think uh, they're just like, I don't I mean, know what's I, coming over me now. I just we we need to fight yeah. right here in the alley. Fight. <laughs> but and then remember, we had some sort of backyard kind of boxing matches going on. Yeah, it was pretty. That's what I'm saying. We were rebellious. <laughs> uh, our, our buddy Tim, I think we started. Tim, we used to like just go around the alley looking for cigarette butts. <laughs> he was so poor, so gross. Jesus. And he would just remember he would find him. Oh and yeah, he would just like clean them up and smoke. <laughs> like it's clean, man. It's clean. <laughs> yeah, we dude. got this. Oh God, he'd we're... rub his nipple a couple times. I don't know. My I... poor mom, dude. At the time, though. God yeah, damn. we had. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was quite the experience. It really was, but so, you know, I, I think she liked it though. I mean, you know, your kid was doing something that... that oh, absolutely. You know where your kid is. Like, yeah, your yeah. kid's playing music, doing something that they and love. I'm not, like, trying to toot our own horn here, but, like, we we didn't suck. You know what I mean? Like, if we would have been, like, awful, yeah, it would have been one thing. But, like, we didn't suck. We practiced so much, and we were actually legitimately... But right. we weren't off going and doing drugs, or we won't. We weren't going and getting drunk. Some or, of us were not. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself there, Dave. I was. <laughs> okay. Oh, <God. laughs> I mean, marijuana is not a drug, people. Come on, it's a plant. I don't plant. do drugs. No, I just do weed. I don't consider that a it's drug. It's given to you from freaking God But we himself. dealt with it, too, though. 
I mean, seriously, like in the later, like when we were actually touring, but when you left the band, we were touring and, and we had, we had those issues too. Where oh we, yeah, yeah. We had friends and they're great people, <clears throat> yep. but they got hooked into the whole thing, man. And it happens. And that's what's, uh, you know, this shit does happen. Mm-hmm. And so it wouldn't be surprising if this Taylor Hawkins guy, you know, mm-hmm. had multiple years, if not a decade worth of drug use, heavy drug use night after night. Mm-hmm. And something just it made his heart fucking get out. Uh, that would be the saddest to me because he had kids. He was married. He, and know. he was on the road to redemption almost seemingly, right? Like he just wanted to be clean. Yeah. Never got to see them. You know, I, that was one band that I have. I, I don't, to be fair, like I'm not a huge Foo Fighters fan. Me neither. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the biggest fan. Like I, I respect yeah. them all. They're super talented. They're like Nickelback to me, bro. Like I like them. They're talented. Um, but whatever. You know, yeah. like, it's just like, okay, it's I fine. Just, I think Dave Grohl's voice is not very good live. Like, he's not, ooh, he is, he's not the best singer live. But um, Nickelback was pretty good. I mean, we, we saw him once. It was, Because yeah. they were part of this lineup that we, you know, it was just, they were there. It was, I think we got free tickets. There we go. I, I'm positive. But they had, they had pyrotechnics too, man. Dude, they were great. So. They get a lot of shit, but they were yeah. great. Yep. And Foo Fighters are great. They 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 have a lot of great hits. They're yeah. good. I'm just saying, not my cup of tea. So there's, I'm not, you know, saying this because I love them or anything yeah. like that. I'm just saying, that I, you know, dude, did you know that the last album that the Foo Fighters recorded, um, Midnight, what was it? Something to Midnight. I don't even, I don't even own one of the records. Obviously. Well, the, they recorded it in a house, and the house was haunted. Mm. Apparently. To uh, Dave Grohl said that it was haunted, and I believe it was the um, where is it at here? It was haunted. Med- Medicine at midnight, I believe, is their their tenth album. So Grohl noted that when he walked into the house in Encino, they recorded it in Encino, right? I knew the vibes were off, or were definitely off. This is a quote from him. We started working there, and it wasn't long before things started happening. We would come back to the studio the next day, and all of our guitars would be detuned. Mm. Or the setting we'd put on the board, all of them had gone back to zero. He continued. When we opened up our Pro Tools session, all the tracks would be missing. There were some tracks that were put on there that we didn't put on there. But just like weird open mic noises, nobody playing an instrument or anything like that, just an open mic recording a room. And we'd fucking zero in on those sounds within that. And we didn't hear any voices or anything really decipherable, but something was happening. Mm. That's end quote. And and he talks about like how he lived in a haunted house when back in 1993 in Seattle, where like doors and shit would open and close. He had dreams of crazy mud-covered so, people. So you got a guy who, and I know Taylor has spoken in the past uh, through interviews about depression and and those kind of things. If you have a guy who's, I don't want to say weak-minded because that's I'm not trying to be derogatory, attachable. Him, but saying? I'm saying he's like if he's battled depression, if he's not in the right state of mind, if he's had previous drug, you know, history. Yeah, like putting him in a situation where he's acceptable to. Alien or not aliens? Demonic possession. Demonic possession. <laughs> yeah, aliens just came up. 
Well, probing. some some people I'm saying say that you could get wrapped into it really easily, I think, because that's at your weakest, right? When you're yeah. not mentally strong. Well, that's weird that you say alien because in the movie Studio 666, well, spoiler alert, everybody, oh. if you don't want to hear this, fast forward a couple of minutes, that the demons that got into Dave Grohl were aliens. Mm. Oh, mm. Interesting. And in that movie, he kills all of his bandmates one by one. And not only that, and then and now one just dies. No, so but listen to this. So at the end of the movie, this is spoiler alert again, everybody. But at the end of the movie, Dave Grohl becomes a successful solo career artist, mm-hmm. and he 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 shows signs of demonic possession still. And so it's like he has sold his soul to the devil to get fame and success, much like what he kind of did when he was seventeen, and he prayed to that altar, and then he's like, oh. I want success, right? Yeah. So maybe uh, he's not living or in places that are haunted. Maybe the devil's just keeping an eye on him. Well, to be fair, in a role... Soul to soul, devil's keeping an eye on his, his investment. It's weird that you say that, because in the uh, Rolling Stone magazine interview, he says, um, when the wish came true, when he became successful, he was scared thinking about and wondering if he had sold his soul to the devil. Quote, I got really scared that I sold my soul or my soul to the fucking devil. At what point does Satan come to reclaim the contract I signed with him? Well, say, I, I believe <laughs> if you sign that, like he could, he could just eat. See, that's the weird thing I was talking about. He, he dealt with Kurt Cobain. Now uh-huh. he's dealing with Taylor Hawkins. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes I think with those things that they can take everything that you love him and Kurt were friends, obviously. Him and Taylor were probably the best friends of the whole band. Dude, they, yeah. they yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's kind of just like what you were saying, a reminder. It's like, hey, man, like you're successful, but I can still take everything you love and you can't do shit about it. Bro. <sighs> oh, my God. You know what I mean? Just and a it, reminder. Dude, because during that show, they uh, that last show in Lollapalooza, or, or uh, not Lollapalooza, but it might have been. Um. They swap places, right? Yeah. So this is right when Taylor was, he got up on his drums to show off his bangle pants, right? Yeah. And uh, Dave Grohl's like, hey, you want to come sing a song, bro? Queen. He's like, yeah. And so he came down, they swapped places, and they were talking love, you know? It was like, um, Taylor was like, thank God for Dave Grohl. You know, my life would be, I'd be fucking nowhere if it wasn't for that man. I'd be a guitar center manager. I'd be working at Domino's Pizza. And then Dave Grohl was just like, yeah, shaking it off. Like, you're, you're fine, bud. But- those guys fucking loved each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They always so, did interviews together. Yeah. They performed together most of the time. Yeah. If it was just the two of them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they were So maybe that. that was the deal. Make you make you fame, make you successful, but in order to keep it, you have to continually give up something you love. Yep. Or someone you love. Or someone you love. Ugh. Uh, you know what's crazy? Because when Dave Grohl was 17, he was in Nirvana. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He was came, he? No. He, no, he came he after. Was. He was, because they had a drummer before him, and he came in right when they were breaking out. I looked this up a hmm. while back. Dang, dude. It's, it's I think just, they had a previous drummer. I know they had a previous drummer. <clears throat> and I know we're just spitting here. We're not saying like this is obvious. But I did, fucking... when we were looking up their albums, you were just talking about, uh, what was it, Midnight Medicine at Midnight? Yeah. That came out 2021. Mm-hmm. Did you know they put out an album right after that? The DGs? Yeah. Hail, Hail Satan. Hail but it's Satin. It's Satin. Because it's a BG cover band. The BG's cover band. Weird. Right? And not only that, but check this out, bro. Um, 
the album that they were recording in the movie. So the, the preface of Studio 666 was they went to a house to record mm. their last album, right? Right? Mm. So they were in this house, but before they could record that album, Dave Grohl gets possessed by a demon and kills everybody, right? So Dave Grohl himself released this album in like an accompaniment with the movie Studio 666. He released the the album Dream Widow on March 25th, the same day that Hawkins died. Yeah. So <laughs> what are the coincidences? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you want success? Okay, here it is. Put it out, boom. He's dead. Hmm. So to cr- to correct myself, at 17 he joined the punk rock band Scream. Mm. After they lost their drummer. And then at 21, he joined Nirvana. I get you. In 1990. There you go. But that is, it is so, you know, like, you have this, you have a movie, Studio 666, about him getting possessed by a demon to become successful. Yeah. And then he is worried about this whole seance thing, right? In the Rolling Stone magazine, quote, I got really scared that I sold my soul to the fucking devil. At what point does Satan come to reclaim the contract that I signed with him? Unquote. Mm-hmm. Now you kind of have this turmoil in his life. I don't know. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, he sang Queen when he came up on stage. Somebody to love. Yeah. Can anybody find me? Somebody to love. But, uh, you know, it's like these. I don't know, man. It's just the the lyrics, like the last like major thing got... Got no feel. I got no rhythm. Just keep losing my beat. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm not going to face defeat. I will go out of this prison cell. One day I'm going to be free, Lord. Boof. Gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, what does it mean? Nothing. You know, it's just like, you know, you look at those significance of certain things, right? I did this the other day. I was listening. It doesn't to the, necessarily mean nothing. No, it doesn't necessarily. Some I'm abstract. saying like there's sometimes you tie it in because of the, the timing of certain things, right? Like yeah. uh, I, we were watching Linkin Park. We just kind of were. And they had that song, um, what's that called? The Light. Um, is it called The Light? I don't know. Um, Could be. Where he's talking about like people, the spotlight goes out on these people and they don't feel like they're important. Uh-huh. But yeah, how, how's that go? I wish I knew. But anyways, when that album came out, if you remember, with Linkin Park, Chester, I, it wasn't a well-perceived album. It was rather slow. People were like, uh, this is kind of... One More Light? Yes. <clears throat> oh, bro. Um People didn't really like the album. In fact, they were dishing on the band quite a bit about how bad the album was. But what was crazy was he died right after that album came out. I mean, fairly close when that album came out. And now looking at those lyrics and those songs. They take on a different It's form. a completely like you knew it was coming. Well, and that's kind of the kind of the <clears throat> thing with especially with him after that happened. All his songs. People looked at all his songs differently. Yeah, he says, who cares if one more light goes out in the sky of, of millions of stars or a million stars? Mm-hmm. It flickers, flickers. Who cares when someone's time runs out? If a moment is all we are or quicker or quicker, who cares if one more light goes out? Well, I do. That's how it ends. So, yeah, it's uh, hmm. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, you can look back and be like, man, like that. Sometimes we don't understand significance of things in the moment. Mm-hmm. And then when it when it transpires or whatever does happen, you're like, holy crap, I get I get where he was. His headspace was at, I guess, would be. 
everybody knew he was battling depression, you know, but yeah. So anyways, you just look and analyze this stuff. And, <clears throat> I yeah. Know. I just, I find it interesting, but uh, obviously very sad. Taylor Hawk, he was a great drummer, great singer. And the Foo Fighters were, they're going to have a tough hole to fill. Peak of their, I mean, they're just like one of the greats of our time. Just got into the Hall of Fame. So, yeah. yeah. You know, on Halloween. So, I mean, aside from all the weird shit that we can all discuss and, and see what comes about from it. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a it's a husband, a father, a successful musician, passed away. It's very, very sad. And, uh, you know, for right now, just take a minute. You know, you just kind of like feel for his family, understand. But I just don't like going deep right at this moment. Let it pass. Let it kind of calm down. And then let's analyze it with clear hits. Yeah, you know, and it just realized the the fake news is still fake news. So if Dude. they come out saying it's a toxicology report, fake well, news is not always one sided. People, yeah, you know. So anyway, alrighty, well, good discussion, good show, yeah. gentlemen. Cheers. Raise your glasses. Cheers, cheersies, beers. I won't see y'all for. Well, we're gonna have one more show. I'll be on. Yeah. I'm gonna be in Texas. So, alrighty, we'll get it figured out here. Till next time, sign our everybody. Bye bye.